Hey, what's up, SFL Nation? And welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decide to hit that play button or hit that radio dial. Thank you so much for tuning in. Got a great show for you this week. Um, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday was action-packed, full of games that definitely were noteworthy. Um, really exciting stuff, and I'm happy to bring that to you um, this for this week. And I'm really also excited for the, the fourth and goal interviews that I have, too. But we're going to start things off with... SFL chat around the water cooler featuring top player uh, top player performances and explaining what crowd play is because I know I alluded to that last week but I want to give you a, um, a better understanding as to what that is and uh, of course my week eight review Ashley's picks for week nine and was I right then I have my wonderful fourth and goal interview full of talent and expansion team hopefuls that hope that the owners will definitely check out this podcast because they had a lot of good things to say. I have Thomas Rahman, Rochelle Colston, BJ Loveless, Jack Brown, Alex Nick Trower, and Albert Begin on the show. So it's going to be a, a very nice show and hope you guys enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, so we're back, and I have my top performances for week eight, and it goes as follows. Freddie Streeter for Louisiana Revolution had 37 carries, 382 yards. He had five touchdowns, which is truly impressive. Also, goes 10.3 yards per carry, and his longest run was 63 yards. Romulan Hood for Louisiana also had six tackles. Two pass deflections, two interceptions, and 17 yards. Leroy Brown for Houston had eight catches, 113 yards, 14.1 yards per carry, two touchdowns, and his uh, went 30 long. Ethan Kai for Houston had 12 tackles and one interception. Amy Shalizzi for St. Louis went four for four, four field goals attempted, four field goals made, and her longest kick was 39 yards. While Red Sawyer for Las Vegas had seven tackles and three sacks with five tackles for loss. Mason Kirby for Las Vegas also had seven catches, 130, 130 yards, 18.6 yards per carry, and one touchdown. Shad Allen for Portland. And Shad, I just want to send a special shout out to you, man. I'm sorry. In the chat the other day, I actually um, spelled your name wrong and you quickly corrected me. So... Apologies about that. But for Portland Fleet, had seven tackles, one interception, six uh, went 65 yards, and one touchdown. Robert Redford for the Vancouver Legion had 38 carries for 296 yards, 7.8 yards per carry, four touchdowns, and his longest carry was 82 yards. DeAndre Washington for Vancouver also had six tackles, two sacks, and two tackles for loss by Jared Willis. For Jacksonville, had 17 carries, 156 yards, went 9.2 yards per carry, three touchdowns, and his longest carry was 91 yards. He also had four catches 24 for 24 yards, six yards per catch with one touchdown, 
and his longest reception was 10 yards. Tyquan Hale for Jacksonville had six tackles, four and a half sacks, and six tackles for loss. Ace Finnick had 27 completions out of 38 attempts. His completion rate is 71.5. Total yardage for uh, passing yardage is 288 yards with four touchdowns, one interception, and his longest pass was 55 yards. Matthew, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wally Herman went three for three, three field goals made out of three attempts, and his longest field goal was 51 yards for the Lone Star Glory. <coughs> Excuse me. Stephen Hacker for Fort Worth Toros had nine catches for 145 yards, 16.1 yards per carry, two touchdowns, and 69 long. Aiden Davis for Fort Worth also had seven tackles for 59 yards. Catherine Horrell for Mexico City had 16 tackles and one pass deflection. And DJ Majesty for Tulsa had 22 tackles with one pass deflection. Heath McDaniels Jr. had nine, um, nine carries. I'm sorry. I mean for Carr for Carolina Skyhawks, excuse me. Had nine catches, 115 yards, 12.8 yards per catch, and two touchdowns. His longest catch was 25 long. Tanner Hendricks for London had seven tackles, two pass deflections, two interceptions, and 42 long. John Barnett, Bernhardt, excuse me, for Sioux Falls had five tackles with two pass deflections and three interceptions. Maxwell Flock. For Sioux Falls, went four for four, four field goals made, four uh, out of four attempted. His longest kick was 50 yards, and Kramer Jackman for Denver had four field goals made for, out of four attempts, but his longest field goal was 55 yards. Awesome, man. So congratulations to all of you um, for a job well done, and I think with these you know, stats, a lot of you had direct effects on your game so um one person i do have to mention is anthony wyo for the arizona scorpions having two tackles but that man had five interceptions by himself like he just read uh he read the quarterback he read brian dynasty uh very well in that game so shout outs to you too now a little bit about uh, crowd play. Now I alluded to this last week, but crowd play is basically a game within a game that will allow you to, you have to definitely pay attention to the game because they're asking you questions about the game. And easy way for you to win, you know, a share of $1,000 and have a little bit of fun. If you don't win any money, they do give you points to go towards like Different things like um, Dunkin' Donuts and Chipotle. If you get enough points, you can purchase some uh, gift cards from Nike, things like that. But Crowdplay is our new partner for 2020. And you play the game about the game. So you follow the action and you answer questions for a chance to win a share of $1,000 in the prize pool. For your next chance to win, um, stay tuned for that. I know that it is... Mexico City versus Louisiana, and that should be a fantastic game. I think that that is going to be a great game to watch. Um, 
But you visit crowdplay.com for more information to download the app. One of the best things I've did, I've done. And if you want to get a player on the field, like you're listening to this and you're super excited and you want to get started, we do have our um, SFL minor leagues coming right up. And you can get your player position locked and loaded today through our, our Discord server and through SFLM. Now, 12 teams have more opportunities than ever to be the player. Well, you have an opportunity to be the player that you've always wanted to be. You can join the Discord community through www.simulationfl.net. The second season of the SFL Minor League starts in October. So, contact Deputy Commissioner Andrew Rastaselli on Discord for more information. Thanks for listening and coming right up. I have my week eight review picks for week nine. All right, and I'm back now. I am super excited. You hear me? Okay, so this is the first week that I got mostly, I, I was I was almost perfect, almost. I missed two games. So I am nine and two this week in my guesses. And it feels good. You know, that five and six thing was just kind of getting on my nerves. But I, I guess people were listening, you know, or maybe I'm just making better decisions, one of the two. But <laughs> here's week eight and how it all worked out. So on September 5th, the Louisiana Revolution took on the Houston Hyenas and the Revolution won 45 to 35. I was right about this game. Player of the game was halfback Reggie Streeter. With 37 attempts, 382 yards, 5 touchdowns, and 7 reception yards. Also on the 5th, the St. Louis Gladiators took on the Las Vegas Fury. And St. Louis won 26-23. I was actually wrong about this game. Uh, St. Louis pulled it out. So, congratulations. Player of the game was Cairo Martinez with 27 attempts, 148 yards, one touchdown, and 5.5 yards per carry. Let's see. Also on the fifth, Portland Fleet took on the Vancouver Legion and Vancouver won 31 to 10, and I was right about this game. Player of the game was halfback. I'm sorry, running back. Robert Redford with 38 attempts, 296 yards, 4 touchdowns, and 10 reception yards. Also on the fifth, Chicago Wildcats took on the Jacksonville Kings, and Jacksonville won in a big way, 41-9. I was right about this game. Player of the game is halfback Jerry Willis. 17 attempts, 156 yards, 3 touchdowns, and 24 reception yards, and 1 Reception touchdown. On the sixth, the Atlanta Swarm took on the Arizona Scorpions and we won our game. We won our game and I'm so happy about that. 19 to 10 and I was right about this game. You know, David beat Goliath in this one because Atlanta is the reigning champions and uh, they, had to, they had to come to Arizona and uh, that's how everything worked out. Player of the game was halfback DJ Moses with 29 attempts with 76 yards, two touchdowns, and 97 reception yards. As a note, Anthony Wyo did catch five interceptions himself, and he almost uh, broke a record for doing that, so congratulations. 
Also on the 6th, the Lone Star Glory took on the Fort Worth Toros and Lone Star won 36-21 and I was right about this game. Player of the game was quarterback Ace Finnick with 27 completions out of 38 attempts, 288 yards, 4 touchdowns, and 117.0 QB rating. As a note, quarterback Xander Gold for Fort Worth Toros had 100 touchdowns. That's 100 touchdown passes in his SFL career for this game. So congratulations, Xander. Also on the 6th, the Baltimore Vultures took on the Mexico City Aztecs and Baltimore won. 31-7. I was right about this game. Player of the game was halfback T-Roy Gaines for 18 uh, attempts, 129 yards, 2 touchdowns, 46 reception yards, and 1 reception touchdown. On the 6th as well, Tulsa Desperados took on the Florida Storm and Florida won. 12 to 6, and I was right about this game. Player of the game was halfback J.W. Doyle with 30 attempts, 141 yards, 2 reception yards. I'm sorry, 27 reception yards, excuse me. And lastly, was Carolina Skyhawks taking on the London Knights. And London won. 34 to 27, I was wrong about this game. I did say Carolina was going to win, but. Just shy. Player of the game was quarterback Angus McLean with 24 completions out of 32 attempts, two touchdowns, 115.1 quarterback rating. Awesome. Last two games were on September 7th, the well, crowd plays game of the week. Denver Nightwings took on the Charleston Predators and Denver won 26-23. That was a truly exciting game. It came down to a last-second kick from Kramer Jackman, and if he didn't make it, which he normally does, it would have went into overtime. Who knows how it would have worked out, too. So congratulations, Denver. But player of the game was Jared McChesney, halfback, with 24 attempts, 69 yards, one touchdown, and five reception yards. All right, and last game was Sioux Falls Sparrows taking on the Queen City Corsairs, and Sioux Falls won 33-17, and I was actually right about this game. Player of the game, again, was Colin Hart, halfback, with 13 attempts, 75 yards, two touchdowns, and 10 reception yards. So, fantastic games, man. I really hope that y'all got a chance to check them out. If you didn't, we have a whole lot more coming up on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday of this week. And they goes as follows. On Saturday, September 12th, we have Queen City taking on Denver at 3 p.m. on our SFL Twitch channel. And I am going to go with Denver on this one. They have been doing a fantastic job, and I think that that trend will continue. Next up on Saturday at 3.15 p.m. on SFL YouTube channel will be the Arizona Scorpions at Carolina Skyhawks home. I am definitely, definitely going to go with Arizona on that one. Um, Atlanta will be taking on Tulsa at 5.30 p.m. on 11 Sports Network and for the fans, Twitch. 
I'm going to be going with Atlanta on this one. I think they're still a little upset about uh, this past loss, so they're definitely going to try to take out on Tulsa, even though I love both teams. But, yeah, I think that's how, that's how that's going to go. Um, Baltimore will be taking on St. Louis at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday on 11 Sports and Twitch, um, excuse me, for the fans' Twitch-only network. And I'm going to say that Baltimore is going to pull one out in St. Louis. Now, Sunday, September 13th, Chicago will be taking on Las Vegas at 2.30 p.m. on 11 Sports and For the Fans uh, Twitch Network. And I'm going to go with Las Vegas on this one. Uh, you know, playing a home game, I think they definitely have the advantage. Qual Play's Game of the Week is Mexico City taking on Lone Star Glory at 4.30 p.m. on 11 Sports Network and For the Fans. I am thinking that they are going to, hmm, I think even though Lone Star will be at home, I think Mexico City is actually going to win this one. Don't hate me, David. Um, Vancouver will be taking on Sioux Falls at 6.30 p.m. on 11 Sports and For the Fans Network, and I'm going to go with Vancouver on this one, even though they are going to be taking on Sioux Falls at home. I think Vancouver has been on a roll as of late, so I think that they're going to win that game. Florida will be taking on Portland at 9 p.m. on SFL Twitch channel. And I think that I'm going to go with Florida on this one. Again, you know, I'm choosing against some of the home team, home field advantage. We're going to see if that all works out. Uh, Fort Worth will be taking on Charleston at 9.15 p.m. on SFL YouTube channel. And I'm going to go with, hmm, this great game. I think Charleston is going to win this one. This is a home game for Charleston. And um, I think that, you know, they just got a little bit more to them, you know, a little bit, um, a little bit more of an edge than Fort Worth, but we'll see. Monday, September the 14th, last two games of the week, Houston will be taking on London at Queensway. Now, and this is going to be at 7 p.m. on 11 Sports network and for the fans i am going to go with london on this one they have been on a roll as of late and seems like they are unstoppable in queensway so we're going to see if i'm right about that and last but not least very good game louisiana taking on jacksonville kings and jacksonville at 9 p.m on 11 sports network for the fans i who that is very very hard too Mm, mm, mm. I'm actually going to reach outside the box and say Louisiana is going to win. Um, I know that's a home game for the, the Jacksonville Kings. And I know CeCe's going to give me a hard time. But I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to roll with Louisiana. They have been pretty good. So we're going to see if I'm right. And next up, I have my fourth and goal interview coming right up. All right, everybody, we are back with my fourth and goal interview. Tonight's guests are two wonderful people of our community, and I really love these guys. First, I have Miss Rachelle Colston, free safety for the Carolina Skyhawks. How you doing? I'm good, Ashley. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm so glad to have you on the show. Thank you. All right. Glad to be here. I'm glad you are. And I have quarterback, Mr. Noodles himself, Thomas Rahman. How you doing? I'm doing great, Ashley. Thanks for having us on your show. Oh, I'm glad y'all were able to make it. So, 
I this is your first time, both of your first time actually being on the show. So I would like for you all to kind of give our listeners some a little bit of information about yourself. So your name, age, hometown, some interesting facts, and your favorite NFL team. So I'm gonna start with Ray Ray first. I am Rochelle. Um, I turn 29 every year. <laughs> I'm from the West Bank of New Orleans, and my favorite team is New Orleans Saints. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm a Falcons fan, so I guess I'll tolerate it this time. <laughs> so give us some interesting facts about yourself, Ray. What do you want to know? Um, there's something that's interesting that not pe- not too many people of our community know about you. Let's see. I love all sports. Believe it or not, I actually do quilting in my free time, and I like to read a lot, and I play nerdy games. Oh, nice. Now, I did see the masks that you made um, for members of the community and things like that, and I think that is so awesome. Did it take you a long time to do those? Um, usually about 45 minutes a piece. Okay. okay. I made it for, I made it for about 300 of them so far, so. That's a lot of hours. Honey, thank you so much for that. You don't know how many lives you saved just doing that. All right, Tom. So, online, everybody knows me as Tom Raman. My real name is Jason. Um, I am married and have four kids. I just turned 44 years old, and I feel every day of it. Um, (laughs) At work, I am an information system supervisor, which makes me a huge nerd. Uh, I also play Dungeons & Dragons with my kids in my free time. We like to garden and do stuff outside. Uh, Let's see. My favorite NFL team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sorry to both of you. I know my team's a little bit better. Oh, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all got Big Ben over there, but how long is he going to last? Come on. Realistically. Hopefully one more. That's all, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm hoping for. All right. All right. Cool. All right. So, now, let's get into the nitty-gritty of things. So, you both... You, you guys are going out for an expansion team, and congratulations on that. I'm really happy for you. So give us a little information about your expansion team. Go ahead, Tommy, you can start. <laughs> um, so our expansion team is named the Los Angeles Lycans. Um, for those who don't know, a lichen is a werewolf. It's a fancy name for a werewolf. Um, we had started talking about this a few months ago. We weren't too um, solidified in what we were going to do yet, but um, I would say as, as the plan came together and, and we talked about it more, it became something I think that we both wanted to do a lot more. Okay. And so we started spending a lot more time on it, putting websites together, some media, uniforms, coming up with you know all of the, the background information that we're really going to need to present to owners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we have a really strong foundation in how we want to present the team and, and what we're going to uh, give to the SFL. All right. And so, Rachel, did you want to add to that? Well, we chose L.A. because it's a larger market. 
and they're, they're currently not a team in California at all. And L.A. can also stand for Louisiana, so I was okay with it being there. <laughs> all right, and that's a good move, too, because we don't have any West Coast teams like that. So very, very smart decision in my book. Um, so and Tom lives in California, so... Okay, let's see. Yeah, works out. I, I've lived in LA and I, I really love the area and I think it, it's a great opportunity. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, how long have you both been in the league? This is my third season with Carolina. All right, and then Tom? Yeah, I've been in the league for five seasons. Okay. So, what made now the time to apply for expansion? Rochelle, do you want to answer? Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Um, I think for me, it was when expansion came up last season, it was something I was very interested in. But I also had the opportunity to come up, time come up to help with uh, rosters. And I thought at the time um, my efforts were better spent helping in that realm. And now that I've found somebody that I feel is a very strong partner in team ownership, um, I wanted to go full steam ahead with it. Okay. And Ray? I knew season, my first season that I wanted to be an owner. So I kind of stopped into everything did whatever I could do and had to learn the league and the game and all aspects of the league and thought it was a great time with time to go for it. All right. And together, together, we're the, we're, together we're the whole package, basically. Yes. Yeah, I really, I really think, think that um, having somebody to, to be a partner in ownership is important, especially now that the league has... Uh, has put more responsibilities on owners. You know, there's director of communications and media. Um, it just it just feels like it's not foolish so much as um, you might just be putting yourself in a bad position if you don't have somebody there to assist you. And I can I can understand what you mean. I, I can understand what you mean because if one of you gets sick, then the other one is there to kind of take over the responsibilities. Or um, it's just good two heads are better than one in a sense. You know, and yeah, sometimes life just comes up. Right, exactly. And so you have each other's back, and that's 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 great because you guys pretty much do everything together. You do stats together. Um, you've even taken on um, league roles, you know, high-ranking league roles. So congratulations to you both for that. You know, and I think thank you. That would definitely help you in the running too, because people are see that you that you're dedicated and you've already you know put in a long time here and things like that. So that's awesome. Um, but tell me, what makes you both solid candidates for ownership? And I'll start with you first, Ray. Um, I manage a lot of projects in my job, in my current job, mm -hmm. and I think that. I have enough experience now and knowledge to be a good owner. I've been a GM, put two stats, do progression. Only I haven't done is coach, which I'm going to be learning in the off season. So. 
there you go see and you don't have to necessarily i mean i know it's it, it will be welcomed if you did dabble in coaching but hey there are some owners that are in the league right now that have not done that so i i understand and tom what about you um when i first joined the league you know i didn't know much about it and almost from the get-go it was like you know i need to be more involved i need to that's just kind of how i am i want to be fully vested in whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And so from from the moment I was uh, drafted by Las Vegas, I expressed interest in scouting and coaching, and I was added to the coaching staff in, in my rookie year. And by season 13, I was head coach. And, I, you know, I've submitted playbooks. Uh, we've done coaching points. So everything that you see owners do from week to week I've already done and I wouldn't be going into this blindly mm. and I think um, I, I think there's just a, a strong foundation there for um, what the league expects from, from a person week to week and in what we bring I like it I like it so what is the one message that you both would like to get across to the owners to show how you would stand up, you know, stand out basically above the other applicants that have applied? Tom? I, first, personally, I feel like we bring an ownership group that is ready to hit the ground running. We don't need to be brought up on day-to-day um, -day operations. We don't need to be um, taught any type of progressions. Or, or coaching or how the game works um, from, from, from the gate, we're ready to go. We can present the best game plan and put the, the most competitive team on the field. All right. Rachel? I just think we're both ready to use our experience to, to put out the best product that we possibly can. Okay. Fantastic. And so how did y'all come up with the branding of the Likings brand and your team name specifically? Originally, we started with the werewolves. But then yeah. someone pointed out that you know, maybe the Likings would sound better. And we agreed. So we went with that. Mostly because the werewolf, werewolf is like a very powerful beast. And we're both very nerdy. So... <laughs> <laughs> so our D and D days kicked in. Said, oh, we could be like it. <laughs> I mean, it definitely. Yeah, as far as the. Uh -huh, go ahead. I was gonna say, as far as branding goes, when we were looking at colors and stuff, we went through a bunch of different color schemes, and what we kind of landed on was, since we're based in Los Angeles, sticking with the Los Angeles theme of teams going with blue and yellow colors. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, some almost dozen different teams that you can look at through different sports that are blue and yellow and I really think it, it helps us fit right in with the same type of culture and um, marketing yeah I think you guys have a definitely solid chance on on getting the one of two teams kind of wish there was more to give out but you know because they don't want to overload everybody but then that'd be more work for y'all to have to do too <laughs> right now but um yeah, I, I think that you guys will make a wonderful pair of, you know, owners. 
because you are so insightful and you do have you know everything working out the way from from you taking on the high-ranking positions to your experience anyway i think that you guys still have a a, a great chance at this and i wish y'all the best of luck well thank you i think one of the things that um also helps is with us both being on support staff you know this whole season we've had direct conversations with each one of the owners you know about questions about progression or questions about roster mistakes or or, or issues um, so you know we really have that open open channels to those those individuals already which is nice all right Rachelle did you have anything to add to that not really no okay well listen it was a pleasure having both of you on and please don't be a stranger Please come back and see me whenever you want to. My door is always open. But before I actually let you go, I'd like to give both of you the last word. So that can be a song, that could be a poem, or that can be just a simple shout out. Right now, Rachelle, the floor is yours. Oh, gosh. Ghost <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, dogs. <laughs> That works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> All right, Tom. <laughs> so I want to thank Ray Ray for, for going into this with me. Yeah. Um, and I want everybody else to check us out on LosAngelesLikens.com. Um, you can get to all of our social media through there. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well. Thank y'all so much, and looking forward to talking to you soon, okay? Thanks, Ash. Sounds good. Thanks, Ash. Anytime. Bye. 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 All right, everybody, and welcome back to my second Fourth and Goal interview. Tonight's guest is Mr. Jack Brown, linebacker for the Charleston Predators. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing great, AJ. Uh, how about you? I'm doing fantastic. I was glad to have y'all on the show. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Yeah, first time I've been here in probably about a year. Yes, it has been a long, long time, but we're not going to talk about that right now. I'm going to let you, I'm going to cut you some slack. <laughs> and I have my boy, fellow, I'm a linebacker for the Arizona Scorpions, Mr. BJ Loveless. How you doing, BJ? I'm doing good, Ashley SFL. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> oh man, always, always great to have you on, man. Always great to have my my guys on. All right, so for we have some new listeners, so you both have been on the show before, which I'm so grateful that you guys have. Um, but for the new people that don't know you and some of our new radio listeners, give us. Your name, age, hometown, some interesting facts about yourself, and your favorite NFL team. And I'll start with you first, Jack. All righty. Hey, everybody. I'm uh, Jack Brown. I am 18 years old. I hail from uh, Auburn Hills, Michigan, although right now I live in uh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan, as, well, for one, I'm currently attending uh, Central Michigan University. I'm... Uh, going for a major in broadcast and cinematic arts with minors in journalism and political science. Um, I've, 
I've done a lot within sports commentary. I've even won a uh, state-level broadcasting award for uh, a football call that I did probably last year. Um, and, well, when it comes to my favorite NFL team, I think it should be obvious from what I've, all, I've always been saying. I'm a, big, I'm a big Lions fan at heart. I always bleed uh, blue and silver, even if that bleeding is most of the time in pain. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't going to say that about that, but you did. <laughs> Matthew, is Matthew Stafford still over there? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I mean, I really like what Matthew Stafford's doing. And I think just today or yesterday, we signed a extremely old Adrian Peterson. Oh, well. Hey, if, if he can get you 800, like, if he can get you 800 like he did have watched, hey. He, he's going to be like our third string guy behind uh, On and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he'll be a good mentor for them, I think. But y'all should be straight. Y'all should be set. That's a tough division. That's a tough task. That's yeah. a tough division, baby. Very much so. And Brian, tell us about yourself. Oh, I am BJ Loveless, a friend of SFL. I'm also known as Brian Loveless. I hail from the good old Midwestern city of Chicago, Illinois, baby. Um, <laughs> I am 28, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, once you get past 21, it, you start losing years. So, um, I think I'm 28. Um, I graduated college uh, with a broadcasting degree and a mi uh, minor in English. So, not pretty much like to talk, right? Things like that. Simple stuff. Um, hobbies? That's a fail, really, <laughs> at the moment. Awesome. So what about um, your, your uh, favorite team? Oh, baby, I'm from Chicago. I bleed. I bleed. I bleed the models of the midway, that orange and blue, baby. <laughs> see, you, see you Sunday, Jack. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, we'll, hey, we'll see. We'll see if, if, if Nick Foles can get you anything. Uh, you better recognize who our starter is, Mitchell Trubisky, who goes crazy on Detroit. <laughs> Play, you, know, you never know. I mean, hey, we hopefully Stafford will not explode this year. That's that's. that's I, I mean, I need people to put more respect on Matt Stafford's name, though. A absolutely, uh, he's you the know. youngest of forty thousand yards, and it should be treated as such. Good point. Yeah. Good point. E okay. e even if the offense kind of benefits him, since we've always run air raid ever since he's come here. You don't get to 40,000 yards by just slinging around incomplete passes. Yeah. Good point. Both of you. All right. So you decided to team up and go out for your expansion bid for the SFL. So tell me, how did you all come together to even to, 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 be, to team up for one? And I know both of you have been in the league for a while. So what made now the time to apply for that? And well, yeah. go ahead, go ahead, Jack. Okay, so from from my like from my perspective, of course, uh, a lot of like the first like inklings from wanting to go for expansion came from back um, during season fourteen, obviously, um, when like you know they were putting out all the stuff with the season fifteen expansion. Now, at the time, um, I was personally, I didn't feel as if I was ready to go. You know, I still wasn't like 100% sure where my ground was going to be at that time um, and how things were going to look. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, 
after that and like after like kind of more comprehending uh, what ownership means and like kind of who can be kind of like, you know, my SFL political allies and so on. I felt as if now is more like an appropriate time to go for it. Um, BJ and I, we decided to team up. I think it was through, it was through, um, I think it was through that, through that one VC uh, that we were in at the time. And and we just kind of like, we were discussing possible expansion in the future. And we decided just to kind of roll with it together. Memory serves. Yeah. It was more so of a, we had a mutual location. We felt like the SFL needed more representation in the Midwest. I mean, obviously you have currently Chicago and uh, St. Louis, and I'm, I may be missing one more, but I felt like that wasn't the biggest amount of representation that could have been in the Midwest. Okay. And uh, I think we ultimately settled on Detroit because obviously there's a Chicago and I just felt I just feel like Detroit is a football town, in my opinion. It it has it needs to be a football town. Okay, I got you. So how did you all come up? With the, well, you chose the city of Detroit. <clears throat> First, give us the name, and then um, I guess that's the reason why you actually chose Detroit to be the home city because of the um, the great football. Fan fanery, I should say, that is there. But well, how did you come up with your branding and your team name? Well, the I'm sure since Jack's from Detroit, from Michigan, he could probably speak on it better than I can. But if you if you want to, Jack, go ahead. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I remember initially we were kind of workshopping a couple names, a couple names that we kind of had that were on the cutting room floor were uh, Motor City Static. Um, that was named after a mentor of mine's radio show. Um, the one that I was that if the fleet hadn't gotten in, that I would have used what, what that I was looking at was possibly the Detroit Dreadnoughts. But obviously, you know, the fleet are in, so you, so they kind of have the uh, market cornered mm. on the whole naval theme. Right. Um, and I think after a while, you know, I was kind of also looking into maybe like some old like Detroit teams to kind of bring back like. Uh, the Detroit Drive or the Michigan Panthers. Um, but eventually things just kind of settled on the blaze. Um, you know, for, for one, because I like firefighters. Firefighters are cool. Um, but also just it really does kind of em- embolize, like, the fire that burns uh, within Detroit, not only in football, of course, mm-hmm. but just the whole the working, city. Path, working class people, period. That's yeah, I mean, this the city itself has a very um, unique history, unlike any other in America. And so, you know, kind of utilizing that imagery is uh, what we've been looking at. For sure. Okay. Awesome, guys. So tell me, um, what makes you guys solid candidates for ownership? I'll start this one now. Um I feel like with both of our experiences, uh, me and Jack being in the league a long time and holding uh, a test of roles across both our resumes and getting to know better of the inner workings of the league. Uh, I've been a GM. Jack's been a GM for multiple, multiple seasons. And getting really down in nitty-gritty and getting to know the inner workings of two different owners, I believe, for both of us, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
you start getting different ideas and different philosophies of how the league works. I've been here since season 11. Well, season 10 is off season. Season 11 was my first season. And Jack, I think, came in middle season nine, I believe. Yeah, middle of season nine. I was here before progression was even a thing. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea you'd yeah. been around that long, Jack. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And Jack, and Jack pretty much, I mean, Jack has tangled with some, uh, with some heavyweights in SFL, whether it be in good or, or bad ways, but he's established those relationships and, or, and, or trying to correct those relationships. And uh, I feel like it was enough that we both together can put together a, a solid bid to obtain ownership in the league for sure. Okay. Jack, you wanted to add something else to that? Um, no, I mean, I think that's uh, BJ put it best. I mean, the yeah. only thing I would add on is like, especially like as of recent times, like, you know, there's been a lot of more concerns being brought up about certain aspects of how the league's run. And I feel as if uh, BJ and I have those solutions um, with us and we can bring those to the ownership level, bring them to the table mm. and hopefully we can work some, you know, we can uh, make it happen, you know? Okay. Fantastic. Um, so, um, what, what would make you both stand out, um, to the, you know, above the other applicants to the owners, because they're going to have, they got like a lot of different bids going on. So what yes, makes, yeah, it is. Absolutely. So what makes your team stand out from everybody else or either your ownership abilities stand out? Um, I think I'll take this one to start with. Um, for me, at least, of course, at the end of the day, I feel as if the way that um, the way that I would stand out, of course, is through the ability to communicate directly with the players. I want my vision for the Detroit Blaze would be to have that sort of like very player driven sort of team and just really getting the player, you know, getting anyone who wants to get involved with the team as possible. And, you know, if anyone wants to work, you know, say get some start in front office positions or even just do like some scouting for us, uh, we would not only, you know, allow that, but absolutely encourage it. So, for the Detroit Blaze, I would say, like, from my end, it would be that we would be more like a player's team, you know, where we function as one whole unit as opposed to, say, just, like, you know, BJ and I and, you know, maybe a GM and a couple coaches uh, running the whole operation. You know, that's kind of how I've envisioned the team to be. Okay. I like it. Brian? Yeah. And I would have to piggyback kind of off of what Jack said. I, I didn't get into this bid to be – to I didn't establish this whole organization or build an organization to as a as a be a goal of oh I'm an owner oh I'm an owner look at me I'm an owner um, no I'm I want to be a I want to be an owner that is going to teach on all levels let it be GM role coaching role everything across the table and and I want the players in my that. If they if I get the bid and we have players join our locker room, to have the freedom to know that we trust you guys with play calling, with the personnel calls, 
everything. Like he said, like a, essentially a player team or a player friendly environment. I've I've come from two owners that were really player centric based and really showing love to the locker rooms and DR Sim and Eddie Gage. Of course, they come from the same tree. That kind of trickles down, you know, through the years of those guys changing roles or, you know, but at the same time, I've come from those backgrounds in SFL and I want to continue and evolve on those across across the league and in my locker room, shall I get to be it. All right. Oh, man, this is going to be hard. I'm glad I'm not an owner, so I have to choose between <laughs> all y'all, man. I can't do it. Everybody get a team. How about that? Just expand by like five, six teams. Just go ahead. Open it. You're making it hard on Cam. Cam, we're sorry. We're sorry. She wants five new teams in one season. Five? I mean, not not just Cam. You know, Destro is the one who has to manage all those rosters. Poe po, po, po Destro and, Rock Tom, and Tom Romney. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> well, I guess if it was going to be my idea, I guess I'd have to help, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you in charge of them five new teams by themselves. <laughs> we think it one or two. She said five. Oh, I mean, everybody I've been talking to has have you know have a really good resume and have really good ideas. And if you know, it, it's going to be very difficult for the owners this time around. So, good luck, y'all. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but thanks. anytime, anytime. So. I want to thank you both for being on my show. I really appreciate your time. And, of course, you can come back whenever you want to. Um, just don't be a stranger, you know? Um, show. What I would like to do, though, is give both of you the last word. So that can be a song, that could be a poem, or that can be just a simple shout-out. And I'm going to start with you first, Jack. The floor is yours. Oh, gosh. Don't, don't, don't force me to sing. <laughs> no, um, really... For me, my final word, of course, uh, shout out to you know the two people who have controlled my player for the past nearly or a little over three years, uh, Ramos and Allen. Of course, you know if it wasn't for them, you know I wouldn't even be considering uh, this gig. You know, both of them gave me very unique sort of skills. Both of them put me in uh, very unique positions, and you know I think that with what you know. You two have done, Ramos and Allen, you know, you've put me into a good position and, you know, I, I, I thank you. I thank you a lot for that. Awesome. Awesome. All right, BJ. Yeah, I have to echo those sentiments in another direction. Obviously, Sim, DR Sim, Damon, Eddie, my dog. Um, they've put, I've been put in positions where I can evolve in the league, and I feel like I did a pretty decent job uh, off the field as as a leader in the locker room and getting guys ready for progressions. Actually, you you can you can attest to that sentiment as well, being a GM in your own right, and how crazy that is. I tell people I tell people all the time the GM in this league has evolved over the last three or four years. And I was lucky enough to have been one for a few seasons. Uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I can't echo that enough. But um, I got to shout out everybody in Arizona, all the players I ever drafted in Houston. And I got to thank Cam for making this a great league 
and giving us opportunities for it to be possible for this beer to even be a thing. So, and all of the league staff, Ashley, everybody with podcast, everybody doing anything. Well, I appreciate it, man. I really do. And I wish y'all the best of luck. And whether you make it, you know, if you make it this go round or even if you don't, man, just just keep in touch. I'd love to have you back on. For sure. Sure. All right, y'all. Well, y'all have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. All right, and we are back with my third and final Fourth and Gold interview. This has been a wonderful podcast, I swear, but it's going to get that much better. I have Queen Cities, Mr. Alex Nettaro. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right tackle. <laughs> You're good. You're fine. I felt like that was wrong. It's coming out. We just discussed this. <laughs> Nettrower. Nettrower. You were close. <laughs> close, but no cigar. Dang it. I'll, I'll <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> and I have Mr. Albert Begin, free safety and GM for Queen City. How you doing? Welcome back. <laughs> I'm good, thank you. That, my name's easier. That's just it's just easier. That's all. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to welcome you back to the show, Albert, and I want to welcome you especially, Alex, since this is your first time. Thank you. Um, what I like Glad to, to be here. I'm glad you are here. Um, what I do like to do, so we have some new listeners from the radio and things like that and new um, members that have joined our league. I would definitely love for both of you to give us a little bit of information about yourself. So that can be your name, age, hometown, some interesting facts about yourself and your favorite NFL team. And I'll start with you first, Alex. Uh, so name's Alex Netrauer. Uh, the last name is difficult, so I just tell people to call me Nutsy. Uh, it's a lot easier. Um, I am 20, 28. I had to think about that one for a little bit. Uh, 28. Uh, I'm from Topeka, Kansas. Um, let's see. What was the favorite NFL team? Uh, is the defending and reigning Super Bowl champs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see what's interesting about me. Not really that. Nice you got that nice beard. Yeah, I got I got this thing going on, uh, grooming it every day. Um, let's see. I uh, once uh, let's see, was it third or fourth? I got third or fourth in uh, sixth grade state uh, pedal tractor pull. Okay. So that's cool. Uh, um, let's see. Played rugby uh, for most of my life. Went to state a couple times. Uh, nationals that's that's about it other than that i i go to work and i come home i play video games hey nothing wrong with that man you got to be able to unwind somehow and rugby yes ma'am oh okay no and no equipment huh this uh i did have a scrum cap because i did get a concussion in high school but other than that no oh okay Let's see i i can't even imagine dear that's why we oh. that's, this is why i'm on a simulation okay <laughs> It's a blast. I love it. It's amazing. I'm a little bit out of shape, so I haven't played in a while, but it's a fun sport. Y'all look like y'all have a good time out there, so. Oh, yeah. Beat the (laughs) hell out of each other and then go get drunk. There you go. See? What's more fun than that? (laughs) All right. And Albert, same questions. 
<laughs> well, yet again, my name is Aubrey Began. I'm uh, 35 years old. Um, I live in uh, Rhode Island, the smallest state. Uh, my favorite football team is, you guys are going to hate it, the Patriots. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Um, I don't know if I want to continue this partnership anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, interesting facts. I've said a couple. Um, I'll give you another one that's actually dear to my heart. Interesting fact is this Saturday is me and my wife's anniversary, and it's her birthday. Oh, man. So interesting fact is we met on my birthday, December 10th, and we got married on her birthday, September so that means y'all, neither one of you should ever forget, huh? No, it's easy for me, but she gets two gifts, so it's, it's okay. Smart. Smart, yeah. No hair, but I'm, I'm pretty smart up there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> thank y'all so much for that. Um, so into the nitty-gritty of things. So you both, you're going out for expansion teams. So what's the name of your team? Uh, the team's name is the Potawatomi Rifles. Potawatomi Rifles. Correct. All right. All right. So tell me, how did y'all come up with the team name, the team name and the branding and the city? Uh, so I was, the reason I joined the SFL was to eventually own a team. Like that was my end goal. Um, and then I heard through the grapevine that this might be the last expansion for quite a while. Uh, so I was like, okay, better, better get it out there. Um, I was kind of playing around with some team names, wanted to do Kansas mostly. Um, I did have a team name that I figured the league wouldn't go with, and that was uh, the Chernobyl Monstars. Uh, didn't think they would like that one very well, so I decided to stay, stick close to home. Uh, I taught you we, out of that one. <laughs> Yeah, um, the uh, Potawatomi Rifles. Um, so that is the name of John Brown's uh, militia from the Civil War. Um, and so I thought, I mean, what a better name than to honor John Brown and, you know, some of the things that he did than to name a football team after him. Uh, so Potawatomi is actually not a city. Uh, it is a county in Kansas, but we're actually not based out of that. Uh, we're based out of Lane, Kansas, which is where the Potawatomi Massacre happened, uh, which was John Brown's pretty much first initial, like, uh, screw you guys. And not to get too gruesome, but slaughtered four or five pro-slavery men. So, Got it. Got it. Well... It's definitely noble, you know. Um, then it's different too. I don't. I don't think we've had anything um, pertaining to that except the Tulsa Desperados. I know that they had a great background story to theirs as well. So that's very interesting. So Alec, Albert, how how did you guys actually get to be together on this? So. <clears throat> Alex is also on uh, QCC, and as the GM, I've always talked to the locker room, the guys, stuff like that. And uh, Alex hit me up one day and was acquiring how to uh, become a, a GM, an owner, uh, get into more of the league. 
Um, so I kind of like guided him what I knew because yet again, I am still new um, to my, my position. Um, I started guiding Alex. Uh, we talked about team names, how to get his name out there, um, jerseys, stuff like that. And Alex did ask me um, to join him. Um, at first, I was very reluctant because of where I sit with QCC. Um, you know, I don't want to kind of push my way through the SFL. Um, you know, I want to earn my dues too, uh, just like anyone else. Um, but the other day when I seen how fired up Alex is and how dedicated he is, you know, I, I think that's a great leader, um, a great owner um, uh, besides myself. And I was like, you know what, let me, let me help him out. When I actually said what I said, Alex had no idea um, I was going to actually join him and try to be a co-owner. Uh, Alex actually DM me as soon as I did that in, in <laughs> chat and was like, are you serious? Are you serious? I was like, yeah, I, I hope I'm not burning bridges, but yeah, I would like to join you, you know? Uh, you know, so it was actually a shock to him. Um, some of the names uh, when he was putting stuff out, like uh, I think it was AA Incorporated and he was wanting to be anonymous. That was just Alex messing around, um, trying to look, make himself look better. Um, me actually joining him and actually having a yay is kind of a little weird, but at the same time, I'm like, well, now it works. So Yeah, it, it, it works. It fits with it. You know, it won't be anonymous. Um, I also, you know, kind of want to live the SFL dream of being um, the guy off the street and moving up quickly in the SFL. And I, and I think that that will help bring people in, seeing someone like me hopefully get a team um, quickly, um, you know, following by, you know, uh, you know, meeting people, becoming friends. Me and Alex have talked multiple times um, because of the SFL and becoming a really pretty good um, friendship. Um, so I think I'm trying to be that SFL dream that everyone hopes of being, you know, coming in, being GM, getting it, getting my own team, hopefully driving in the SFL and, and staying here for a very long time. Well, that is something that I know the owners – do look for it. They want to see your longevity. They want to know that, you know, you're always going to be here, you know, and you're not going to lose interest in it, you know, and just, you know what? And then just abandon your team. That's not right. over well with them at all. But let me ask you, um, what makes, what makes you guys solid candidates for ownership? Um, well, like he said, uh, he's, you know, he's GM, so he's got that background. He's got that going for him. Uh, I think he's been in here for a, three or four seasons. Um, two. And so, oh, two, my bad. Two. <laughs> uh, two seasons, still more than me. Um, but he's got that going for him. Uh, myself, I think I bring to the table, I know it's my first full season. Uh, so I've, I've got that going against me. However, I do believe coming into it, uh, I'm bringing, I know I'm 28, but feel like I'm bringing, you know, some young vibes to it, uh, trying to, to get the young kids into it. Uh, I, I do run social media for Queen City, uh, so I'm trying to get, get that out there, get some good videos, trying to build, you know, not only Queen City's name right now, as well as Potawatomi's name, but also try to get the league's name out there, get more people interested uh, you know, I do the hype videos every week. So I feel like I'm bringing, uh, that, that young, uh, 
not to sound like a hipster, that young hip vibe to the league. Uh, and then you've got Albert, who is the GM. He, he knows all the behind the scenes stuff, knows how to run that. Uh, so, I mean, you've got me, who pretty much the face of the, the team, and then Albert running the behind the scenes. I figure it's just the way we can run things, uh, put them together, and that's a great ownership group in my view. So. Fantastic. Albert, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll build off of what Alex said. I mean, um, Alex does a lot of social media. He's got his, his face out there and stuff like that. And um, even with me, I, um, even coming in this, I helped with the uh, first ever SFLM. Uh, I came in as a defensive coach. Um, a lot of the rookies um, looked up to me. Uh, I helped them out, learn the system, uh, learn what to do, their questions, finding out for them. <clears throat> Same thing I do in Queen, uh, Queen City. Um, guys have questions, I answer. Um, I'm on the stats team. I've learned how to scout, learned how to coach, um, all that good stuff. So I bring a lot of aspects, uh, like you said, uh, behind the scenes kind of deal uh, to it. I even talked to you, I think, last time about doing broadcasting. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm just all over the place, just trying to suck up the SFL as much as I can and learn um, as fast as I can. And I know my name, even in, in chats, I've seen it. I've broken up those crude, crude talkers, uh, but it happens. I mean, only human, you know, but, you know, I try to share uh, positive uh, around the league. I never try to do negative, you know, and I always try to give it, uh, the SFL a good, a good look, um, you know, and Alex, I'm trying to bestow that onto Alex, the younger generation, you know, cause he is younger than me, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, no, trying to help out where I need to be and show leadership. And hopefully, like I said, trying to be that dream. I'm trying to be that dream for everybody. You know, it's crazy. There. You know, it's well, crazy. I'm actually older than both of you. I, that's, that's <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever ask a female their age. I've learned that one the hard way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm not, I'm not one of those types. What? No, you don't look an age no, over no. 21. Uh, stop, stop. Uh, I'm just got carded. You know what? 36. 36? You're, you're one year older than me. Not even. But I'm still older than you. I don't, I don't believe it. You're 21. No. <laughs> I don't I believe it. Seen, I haven't seen 21 in many moons, dear. But <laughs> <laughs> Me either, right? Right. <laughs> I read 36 of December, so like I said, I'm not far behind you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go. <laughs> But um, one more question for both of you. So besides what you told me, are there any other SFL qualities that you have that you want to make the owners aware of that, you know, to kind of um, make you shine above the rest of the applicants? Um, so, I mean, yeah, we, we've got that, that social media, the face of the, of the team and everything like that. Um, but just bring in a, a different, attitude i guess uh like a don't don't mess with me you know we we've got this uh type of type of attitude not not to sound condescending but kind of a i'm the best there is type attitude to go into every every game as if yeah we're gonna win it i don't care if it's you know not not to throw my current team under the bus but I don't care if, if we do get the team, if it's going up against Queen City. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, they've won four championships, but you know what? It's this game, and we've got this game, and we're going to do this game. 
And, and I feel like that's what we're going to bring. And that's what I'm going to try to instill into the locker room is that every game it's, Hey, we're the best. So we've got this. Okay. And your team is going to see that they're going to feed off the energy and they're going to bring that too. So that's awesome. Albert. I really, I really hope so. Definitely. Definitely. You got anything to add to that, Albert? Uh, I, I bring me, I'm just me, you know, that's, that's, that's me. You know, <laughs> that's I, you know, anyone that out there, they know um, I'm a good, good personality. I'm, I'm someone that's uplifting. I try to stay positive and I think that that will show. I mean, if you get more positive teams and, you know, we've had controversy this year in the locker rooms in general and everywhere. And I always try to say, Hey guys, you're doing the right thing. Good job. You know, keeping that going forward. And uh, that's, that's what the SFL you want in the SFL. Someone like that. You want a team like that. You want a team that when they come over any player, any person, newcomer, veteran, anything, you know, there's always a door here. There's always, you know, a locker room here for you. You know, that's what you want. You want to show positivity, not negativity. Of course, I want to win. We all want to win. Right. But at the same time, you know, we're going to drive to do that, you know. But does it mean that when we lose, we're going to be sore losers? We're going, to, we're going to handle that with a positive attitude. Phenomenal. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show. I really appreciate you guys. Um, um, for be- Hey, one, one, one more quick, quick question. What are your team colors? Uh, so primary color is going to be red. Uh, that's what we're doing. Our home jerseys as is red. Uh, then we've got our away jerseys as like a light gray. Uh, so officially it's red, uh, the light gray. We've got black and then kind of a charcoal color going on. Okay. Right. Uh, I like my beer and a little charcoal. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> <laughs> a little charcoal gray. <laughs> Nuts. Well, thank you both for being on the show. I really appreciate it. But before I let you go, I got to give you the last word. So that could be a shout out. That could be a song. That can be a poem. Um, but right now, Alex, the floor is yours. Oh, God, put me on the spot here. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to share my favorite quote of all time. Uh, it is by George W. Bush. Uh, the quote is, you don't believe in something well enough if you've never questioned your belief in it. Good one. All right. Awesome. Thank you for that, Alex. Yeah, no problem. And Albert, what about you? That's, that's a hard one to follow. Why do I always get the hard ones to follow? <laughs> nah. Uh, all I'm going to do is I'm going to do a shout out to my, uh, my wife, you know, uh, happy anniversary. And uh, I love you. And uh, stay classy, guys. That's it. I'm gonna say. Oh, and Tina is actually a defensive tackle, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I keep. If you notice, keep looking to the left of me. You know, just just in case. <laughs> awesome. Well, Tina, happy birthday! If you can hear me, happy anniversary to y'all too. Thank and, you. And um, yeah, looking forward to speaking to you guys whenever you can. Don't be a stranger, okay? For sure. I am. All right. Y'all have a good night. You Thanks, too. Thanks. You too. All right, y'all, and that is it. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I want a special a special shout-out, I should say, goes out to uh, Rochelle and Thomas and Alex and Albert, 
Jack and BJ for being on the show. Also, special shout out goes out to Tom Welsh for the graphic that you saw earlier, uh, the motion graphic. Awesome job, man. If you want to be on the show, please don't hesitate to ask. I'll be happy to have you on. As long as we can make our schedules connect, we can make it happen. But looking forward to bringing you all another great podcast next week. Until then, y'all, stay well. Treat each other right. Striker. <laughs>